This podcast is brought to you by Overtake Motorsport. Hello everyone. Welcome to another edition of WTHK. This is a podcast brought to you by Overtake Motorsports. My name is Pedro Lantes. And for a second week in a row, which is a bit of a unusual sign of this show, both Hun brothers are on my screen. Um, Chris, how are you doing? You know, I'm 100% 2023, so right now I'm doing pretty well, I think, the podcast appearances. Have you gotten used to baseball? Uh, no. Actually, I would say I have. After seeing a game live, that definitely kind of changed everything. And I was like, wow, this is quite fun. I can't wait to watch this on TV afterwards. And it was no, nowhere near as good on the uh, on the box as it was supposed to be in there in person. But in... I went to is is Nats versus Padres, and the Nats won. I was like, oh, that's good. And the most main reaction from the crowd afterwards was like, well, that's been our win for the season. And they weren't really wrong. <laughs> yeah, they got it right. Um, so in, in baseball terms, you're two for two and your batting average is, is 100. Yes. Not sure if you get that, but that's, <laughs> oh, that's so I'm two is. That, so it's saying two hits out of two potential hits. I've got a uh, home run. It's what? you have two potential hits and you actually hit two times. Yeah, there we go. So hit with hit with not with and it went uh, it wasn't a foul ball it was technically it was it counted and I got to a base from it. Uh, you just overcomplicated baseball in ways that I didn't know were possible. <laughs> um, if you were to miss this show, you you would be one for two. Okay, I see. There you go. <laughs> Why are we talking about rounders? Because rounders <laughs> are awesome. Alex, hello. I see the rounders agenda hasn't gone away. Uh, I'm uh, just me just being facetious. I have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to baseball. It's completely over my head. I must so say it's just it's surprising. Sat there making jokes. It's surprising given the fact that Great Britain is going into the baseball World Cup this year, and they're actually pretty good. Hmm. Okay. There's a baseball wow. World Cup. There is. It's called the World Baseball Classic. Hmm. Though so not the World it. Series. No, that's. No, that's the World Series that only America can win. Or possibly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Alex, I mean, come on, you've got to get, get used to some of the names. I mean, Don Zimmer. I mean, you must know that guy. Gosh. I might do. I have no idea. <laughs> if you know was Babe Don, Ruth? A, was it Babe you, Ruth? Was he a Babe Ruth? He was, he's probably the most famous one. And there's, a, and there's an entire candy bar named after him over here. I have no idea. I've got he, Wayne Gretzky down in ice hockey. Was ice is hockey? It, yeah. Now, Don Zimmer is somebody you shouldn't know. He was just a hilarious boss who was just angry and fat, basically. Um, Babe Ruth was, he was, he was a bit of a large fellow, wasn't he? Like, could hit them just like, a term. But yeah, I was thinking he'd hit him out of the park, which would be great because it'd take him forever to get around the pitch. <laughs> it's kind of which, what would you like? Would you like to be able to sprint very fast, but hit badly, but hit really well, but have no pace? There you go. That's I think like, I'll take the second one. There's no rush if it's out the park. I'm I'm trying so hard not to get technical on this thing. <laughs> That's this, this is, yeah, because it's a racing podcast, not a baseball podcast. Okay. We didn't have much going on, did we? Not this week. I mean, technically it was kind of like the first weekend of motorsports in some ways, I guess. But oh, we, we had the Dakar, didn't you? Well, we had the Dakar, yeah. I'm didn't have Carlos Sainz Senior fracture two vertebrae or something? I don't know. 
Yeah, I think so. But it, it was um, it's one of their lower vertebrates. It's not like in the neck or anything. Uh, all I know is Carlos Sainz Jr. shut Carlos Sainz's senior door, and someone got in trouble. You got in lots of trouble. Yeah, and like you, and Nasser Al Attiyah won it. Yeah, <laughs> that's about all I've got. Yes, we had Carl. We had our first Formula E race this weekend, just gone in uh, Mexico, which I know Pedro's was frothing at the bit to talk about. Absolutely. Um, and, and we got the uh, WRC. This is kicking off in Monte Carlo too. It's Monte Carlo for the first round every time, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Other than twenty. 10 and 11, when it was part of the International Rally Championship. Look at that knowledge. Should we review the formulary first, you think, chaps? Get the painful bit out of the way for Pedro? Yeah, let's do it first. They haven't got it. They didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I, the one thing I saw, they changed the graphics for the track, the ones that are normal, normally like colorful mm. in, in F1. All I saw was blue. Not sure how colorful it looked. I thought the new graphics were pretty good. Um, I know what you mean. Uh, the The information in terms of the leaderboard was much better. Mm. Oh no, no, I meant I meant the bits of color that they put in the track, what? like the bits that are not the actual track. The drawings. Oh, we oh, mean what on the runoffs? Yes, the, the yeah. Those yes. Oh, they've just around the, They've got a new like logo now, which looks somewhat. Yeah. The 2002 World Cup sort of writing, yeah, <laughs> very strange. And yeah, I know what you mean, Pedro. It's um, yeah, I think, yeah. But it's kind of. I don't know if that's branding or if it's just track specific, but it was yeah, it was definitely. Well, different. I it's branding because they're kind of doing an overhaul now, and they've changed, as you said, the graphics on the TV screens, the logo, all this jazz, which is why it's even more astounding that it wasn't broadcast. <laughs> apart from on YouTube, seeing as they're making all of this effort, um, but yeah. Uh, I think, as, as you're saying, I see new graphics are kind of good. I kind of miss the old ones a little bit. I think the same way that I miss the old F1 logo when it changes or, like, I still deep down, mm. you know, yellow, yellow blocks with the black numbers inside from the ITV days, stuff like that. Yeah, I still, I, I, yeah, I do agree. I, I think I miss the old Formula logo, but the actual graphics on the screen during the race were a thousand times better, mm. much clearer, and it's, the writing was good, the colours make everything obvious, and it's, it just looks smart. Hmm. It looks like a well-oiled machine, which, ironically, Formula E isn't on many levels. Bizarrely, it made it look less electric to me, because obviously it yeah. like, well, yeah. electric blur. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it made it look more like motorsport without the electric bit. It really which is in it, in it, which is what you want to do. You want to make, you want to take the focus off the electric every now and then, and just remember that it's cars going around the track very fast. Hmm. Absolutely. Which FE seems to forget a lot. Yes, and there's still some. There's still, I know they, they kind of, you know, it, they enjoyed the Mario Kart reference they made for themselves mm. when on social media, but it's still a bit like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, good start by Jake Dennis, I believe, kind of dominated. Yes, it, it was. Yeah, yep. absolute uh, domination. Started second. second yes, and then it was Degrassi was leaning. Degrassi made a mistake. Jake Dennis. Did him as it were, yeah, and just kind of turned around, said bye, and was gone. Yeah, just uh, did the perfect yeah. race, the very sort of like you know, uh, Michael yeah. Schumacher 2002 sort of performance. Just um, the thing that's fascinating for me was uh, Jake Hughes, um, who I've watched in yeah, the uh, yes. three days, and seeing him in FE is obviously quite exciting. And he's racing for McLaren, 
And I was certain he was going to get a podium, so of course he didn't. But watching that happen and watching that unfold was quite fun. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. His, um, his teammate, Danny Rast, McLaren? Yep. And he was nowhere. So it's well, he did happen. whack a wall in practice yeah. one. He get, he smashed a wall and ruined his rear left. Mm. So he was on the back foot. But it's it was a thrashing, particularly as Danny Rast is not exactly a rookie. No. In, in racing but, terms. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, uh, he got overtaken by... Oh, not set a camera, was that something like Vernon and Dimos? I think he finished fifth overall, but he was he's handing Degrassi yeah. for that. Just yeah, so... he finished fifth. Um, oh, who overtook him? It was Lotterer. Lotterer, Andre, that's it. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the big names in Formula E now. Who's like not 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 just a big name by himself, but a big name for what he's done in Formula E. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it looks like there's going to be quite an interesting season ahead. I mean, some of the guys who expect to do very well didn't. Sam Bird yep. is still, I don't know what curse is on that poor chap, but he is still cursed. Well, yeah, I think it's the same curse that afflicts Mitch Evans, which is called Jaguar. Yeah, unfortunately. Which yeah. is, yeah, unfortunately, I think, if you, yeah, Jaguar. Always the bride, it would seem. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, overall, as Formula E is going, they do get quite manic. This was, I don't know if it's because there's been no motorsport on TV for a while, but I thought that was like a perfectly okay race. I enjoyed yeah, sitting it, it was fun, had a good time. There was interest throughout. Um, watching it, the cars looked on oh. edge and skittish. I, I love that. Oops, and it looked good, they looked like they've got to work for it, but the cars yeah. look wrong. I think the cars look fantastic. I know there's kind of weird that they have the two things. And then where rear wing should be, but I love that I love in comparison to the Gen Two cars, which I absolutely hated. These seem like I've stepped in, in the better direction. I still think the first gen cars are the best looking ones, but this seems better than what they were previously. Mm. I remember the second gen were released. Everyone was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" I hated it. We are diametrically opposed because <laughs> the Gen Two ones look amazing. Oh, I didn't like them at all. It just looks it looks fast. These cars, it, it, it's standing still. The Gen 2 ones look quick. Standing still, the Gen 3 ones look kind of like a piece of cheese with it coming out the top. I like that they're skinnier. I, I like that, good. yes, I do agree. I like the skinny bit, but the problem is you've had it so skinny, it looks really silly when you get to the roll, ho- roll hoop. It's weird. That's very It looks like a smart car, and it looks like it's about to fall over. But the skittishness and the way it looks like it drives is fine. And looks very interesting, but the look of the car itself is odd and not offensive, but it just doesn't feel quite right. I think I like it more because it looks like it's returning more to a kind of standard formula shaped car in a few ways, like especially when you think of like Mm. front nose and stuff like that. I must admit, I don't know what happened last year, but why the hell did three quarters of the grid go red and black with a bit of white? That'll be our colours, lads. Jesus Christ, so many of the cars look the damn same. It's so stupid. It is, given you've got half the grid, you've got a lovely green with Envision, lovely blue with Maserati, a nice orange with McLaren. Then you've got, was it Avalanche's red, mainly red? Mahindra was kind of a reddy, whitey. Yeah. Then you've got Jaguar, which is black and white. And it's a weird black and white because it's flipped on both cars. Yeah. Yeah. I quite like it. Having I it. I did. I'm surprised they didn't get the opposite. I'm surprised they. I'm, 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 I'm they got away with it. Unlike BAR in what 199, where they had two different designs and they went no. Well, 
there's there's making the cars look uniform and then there's just doing a bar mm. <laughs> so at least if it's if it's symmetrically opposite it makes one big pattern so it looks uniform in that yeah. sense which the fia don't tend to mind i think you could do it in f1 guys but, oh yeah can you no, just finish that i was just gonna say something about it looking well, BR looking like idiots. Mm. Yeah. That's where that's where I'm going with it. Craig Pollock, Jack Villeneuve. Bad move. Bad move. Can I ask you to raid the race? And I promise this is the one and only time I'll raid an F1 race in the show. And and a Formula E race in the show. Uh, we, we do a lot of five. Five. Yeah. Usual five. Three. Three, three, three. Big, fat, immovable, unstoppable three. That is a three that you could tie to a boat and it'd be a great anchor. It is a three, nothing more, nothing less. It's a three. Every yes. anchor, it looks like a three. If you go deeper, it's still a three. If you stand far away, it's a three. If you stand close, it's a three. But overall, I'll tell you what it is, Chris. I'll tell you what it is. It's a magic number. Ah, I was going to say it's three members. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad you laughed a little bit on camera because being visual, I can see, hey, Alex is laughing at my pun that the listeners will just hiss. Well, the problem is, um, for the, well, you can't know, obviously not watching, I just took a sip of my drink, as he said, three menders. So I wanted to laugh, but I couldn't. Jake Premis. <laughs> yeah, no. no. I'm lost. Nah, he's gone. Absolutely he's lost. Peaked. He's peaked. <laughs> But yes, a three I think is fair on the basis that it wasn't it wasn't crap, and it also wasn't good. It was decent, which is a three. Yeah. Two questions before we move on to another topic. Do it. Does Michelin still make still make the tires? No, it's um, Hankook. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Hankook, and they've painted. They've done what Bridgestone did in two thousand and eight. In Formula One, which is they've painted the grooves of the tyres, and it was two blue and one red. I think it was or something, wasn't it? Something strange. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't know why they did it. I'm sure it was explained by Jack Nicholas at some point, or Jack Nichols at some point, but I wasn't listening when he did. So it's Final odd. question. Do it. Is Puebla in the calendar? It's like the other Mexican mm, race. No. Oh come on! <laughs> that was the no, only no, race I, think... I wanted to watch. Well, it it they're going to Diria next in Saudi Arabia. Then they got, I think they're in Hyderabad in India for the round after. Then they're in South Africa, then Brazil, then Germany, and Monaco. Ooh, Monaco. Indonesia, US of A, Italy, and United Kingdom. The US of A one is an interesting one because it's actually on the Portland International Raceway. Hmm. Probably with a modified circuit, but it's actually at Portland. But still not Puebla. No Puebla. No, no Puebla. My apologies for the pronunciation. <laughs> Portland's good, but it's not Puebla. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I feel like Paul Marie keeps giving you reasons to hate them. Say that again? I feel like Paul Marie keeps personally giving you reasons to dislike them. Yeah. It's like they've got a check that we're like, okay, what can we do to piss off Pedro next? Hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Because I've tried it. It's not like I've just never watched it. I love season one. And then they just... Season one was mental. 
it was very fun. Yeah, it was, it was legitimately fun to watch. And then they started putting all their gimmicks. They got rid of the pit stops, which I don't like. Yeah. Plus, the pit stops were stupid in the sense that we're going to make pit stops because our cars aren't good enough to do a whole damn race, which is dim. Um, It's out of the pit stops at least had some sort of jeopardy in them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are they in the form of fast charge pit stops soon? Yeah, I think they're planning on quick fast charge. So basically, just put a pulse through it. Yeah. And then charge it instantly, which will be a laugh. I'm glad they got rid of fan boost because that shit was annoying. Yeah, it got silly in the end because it was the same people every time. It yeah. was always Vandal. No, stop always Van- Vandal. With 50% of the vote, stop Vandal. With 49% <laughs> of the vote, stop Vandal. With 51% of the vote, stop Vandal. <laughs> We're going to give it to stop all three times. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, like was, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dennis Burkham on Match of the Day in the early noughties where he was not only the f- won the goal of the month on Match of the Day he came second and third <laughs> love it, it is I, I, no, I know Match of the Day but I guess you went way too back in British history not that far it was only 2001 maybe sure but I mean I British TV has been a thing here for 10 years. And Pedro was born in 2003, remember? That's true. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Suggesting you were born in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> right, chaps, can I, a bit of, can I have a bit of a segue for like two minutes? Sure. Go on. At school today, we were setting up something for basically an activities week where a teacher... For a week, plan something completely different. Kids sign up here well at the time, all that jazz. So I'm doing motor racing 101, essentially. And I'm going to try and attempt the American use that there's more to racing than just turning left. <laughs> hey, um, So I have included some NASCAR. I sent you the picture, which had Joey Logano on their display. Yes. Um, and I was looking for a game because I'm going to... We've got some simulator stuff we're going to rent. We're going to take the kids go-karting, which would be great fun. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to like, you know, give a top-down view of gaming, basically just for the presentation... Just say, hey, look, this is a bit of fun. For 89p, I downloaded a game on the Nintendo Switch, which is a 2D racer. So it's a face down, you're a car driving around. And it's okay, handles fine. Quite a fun, a little arcadey sort of game. They have every single track in the Formula One season. And it is the exact track, just slightly miniaturized down. Like it's got every turn in Silverstone, and it's thirty seconds, about 30 seconds a lap. It's got Abu Dhabi, it's got Melbourne, it's got all of these ones. I'm wondering how the hell they got away with that. Like, it doesn't say Silverstone, it says Great Britain, but it is clearly Silverstone. And then they've got ovals, they've got, the, um, they've got Daytona, they've got the Indy 500, loads of these things. How can they get away with that? But like 89p. There's something I'm confused by. Do you reckon it's because it's smaller and more condensed? Like, they've got, they've got Silverstone from 1950 on it. Like, the weird kind of one with that weird spike around us. And of course, all the cars are Formula A. <laughs> But I'm going to see all this thing. I'm very intrigued and confused about it. When I was playing it last night after sipping upon a tasty beverage, I looked at it and I was like, what's this? Here I am. And I felt like I had to tell you guys about it. Uh, let's put it this way. Um, who published the game? Was it uh, We Are Really F1 Games Limited? Something like that. Is it real? Ben real Sully M Gaming Limited? <laughs> It was a very third party site, and I think the, I think the title was 
Lewis was Rob 2021 or something like that. Um, <laughs> W-O-Z. <laughs> Max Verstappen, G-O-A-T. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. No, no. But that's, I was wondering, do, do I... I just it just seems weird. Seeing as how stringent the FIA is, especially on YouTube videos with like their, their content, have they let something like this slip through? Because the company is making money on this. Granted, H nine P at a time, but still, What's they're probably the making they're, they're making money out of it. F one are making money out of it. I left Almost my, certainly. I left my switch in the car, and I don't remember what the game was called. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't think it that quick. <laughs> What is the point of you being here? To tease and tantalise. <laughs> I should be back very briefly. He actually is going. Yeah. So, so we now have his Zoom call. We've basically got Roger Moore sitting on a boat having a smoke from Live and Let Die. I was not expecting to leave. No, nor was I. <laughs> That's such a, yeah, odd. I'll say... Yeah. Um, as someone who has played a lot of college sports video games, because you know this, this is a thing in in the US, mm. um, most of those games have essentially things, players in this case, players in stadiums that look very much like the real thing. They just change one or two bits in the player's face or the stadium, and yeah. don't give it the actual name, and you get away with it as a likeness. Yeah. yeah, it might just be that, or if it's an iffy Chinese company, well, they're probably yeah. don't care. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, uh, yeah. So, For, well, I think I was gonna say what's in Chris's screen, but you actually explained it very well. Yeah, oh, it's it's just a picture that? of a Roger Moore looking cool. Honey, I'm home. And now the picture of Roger Moore has been ruined. By the face of a fool and hair like an idiot. Thank you. So it's called, <laughs> it's called Ultimate Racing 2D. <laughs> Ultimate Racing 2D. It sounds Asian. It, yeah. Um, there's no like, the game just starts. Just by looking, there's no credits. <laughs> I can't look at who made it or developed it. I'm not showing off who made or developed it. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at it. As long as this comes through, I mean, it it must be a real thing. Um, okay, so China's sort of close. Austria's odd. Austria's spot on. No, it's not. There's a little extra chicane in the middle of between one and two. You fool. Belgium's upside down. But it's Belgium. Yeah, <laughs> it's upside down. No, it's not upside down, Chris. That's what the picture looks like. The map, the track itself, will be fine. You've got the historic tracks, including old Silverstone. Hang on. Oh, you've got original Kyle Army, original Zanvoort. Nice. So effort has gone into this. I mean, here, here the ovals. Lol. So what, you've got Lout's Ring, Daytona, Motegi, Rockingham. Rockingham? Wait, 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 point that thing again, and I'm going to pin you to my screen. I want to look at Rockingham. Rockingham trying, Rockingham trying its hardest to do it. Uh, oh, what is it? Rio de Janeiro impression. It, it, yeah, it actually looks like it. Yeah. And, and dirt tracks. I, 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 oh, well. 
that they all look exactly the same to me though, I'm afraid. And go kart tracks. <laughs> just keeps going. <laughs> and that's the thing. You boot it up and they're not proud of this. They're not saying who's developed this game whatsoever. You start off and it's the silent gaunt screen. You see your reflection looking back at you. And then the game starts. Almost making you feel like you developed it and making you feel guilty. Is this what um oh EA are gonna do to the F1 games on PlayStation and Xbox eventually? I, I, no, because this no, because this has had some level of care put into it. <laughs> I just found them, but I'm afraid that if I say the name, they're just gonna find out and they're gonna pull the game down. <laughs> they're not well, trying to I've got it downloaded. Shit, you should do that because then I've got the only version downloaded probably in the world and my Switch will be worth millions. Right, they're not changing. People will be throwing Ultimate. Ultimate 2D Racer. For, for everyone who oh. is listening, we currently have Pedro and Chris looking intently at a slightly dodgy 89p game. It's got local Proper podcasting here for every motorsport fan. This was rated 9 out of 10 on Steam. By who? Fucking <laughs> okay, hell, that's more than... Uh, more by than users, users on Steam, that's a rating. Ultimate rating. How many? 2D. 489 reviews and it's come out with a 9 out of 10. Wow. How many times has it been downloaded? I assume more. I don't know. I don't assume more. No, only 300 times been downloaded. It's been reviewed 490 <laughs> times. PS4, we can play online together. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. <laughs> and I found yeah. the App Store version of it. It's 4.9 rating. It's been rated 2,000 times. It's the fifth most popular game in the Mexican racing top 10 games. It's completely for free. It, wow, has, it has ads and you got to buy the dirt tracks and that's it. Ah, oh, see, my one, you unlock them by coins like it's Mario. And you know what's the funniest bit? According to, my phone, according to my phone, I had already downloaded this at some point. now one of the few interesting stories of the week and i say that because i think we're the heyday of off season um we're in the point in which absolutely nothing's happening and all the few bits that actually happen like the car are done um yeah a few bits that happen is wc president um saying that they're actually thinking about changing the format of the series um, mm. in order to attract new fans. There's, there's nothing wrong with coming up with ideas. Doesn't mean you have to implement them. Consider me attracted. Because at this point, it's unnecessary to do anything at all. Because yeah. this year, you're going to get an absolute boom on the basis everyone is going to be watching Ferrari and Porsche and Toyota and Peugeot all going at each other. And then next year, you get Lamborghini getting involved as well. <clears throat> so you've got two years where just you don't need to do anything because people are going to watch anyway. The mm. only thing you need to do after that is make sure the field is close and that you get good racing 
for however many hours you do a race. And whilst all they're doing is having conversations about what's going on, don't have to implement any of it. It's just they're having conversations. Mm. Nothing specific. I, it's just kind of, let's try and make a headline. Let's I, say we're doing stuff. I applaud. Not I good. applaud your sensible way of thinking and, and just taking things because I didn't take it any any as good as you did. I, I appreciate your your compliment there, Pedro. It's quite nice to hear from my co-host of some praise rather than just foolishness. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's the drive to survive effect or something. But I remember tweeting something like, you know, the sport, and by the sport I mean motorsport in general. It just can keep watering itself down to attract new fans. Well, there's only a finite amount of people that can oh, no. actually. No, please don't. <laughs> Fucking don't. What happened? <laughs> no. Sorry, I've gone back to December 2022. I thought we were talking about sensible conversation, how we're all capable of doing that in this podcast. Yes, we were. And then you appeared. Um, <laughs> what were we saying? Um, I think. I think. Our listeners need context. Um, oh yeah, about this disgraceful two seconds that we had. I was going to make a good point. <laughs> Chris's <laughs> final show of the year uh, in twenty twenty two. Swan song, some say. Was him showing up as a bunny in her Zoom <laughs> conversation in her Zoom call, and it just did that for two seconds. And I'm afraid his brother and myself fear the worst. I like to, I, moving forward, I want there to always be a threat of it. Um, like when I started the Zoom chat last week, I had to kick off the second Zoom and I sent a picture of the link, but I was the bunny in the background. And I wanted you to log in worried. All right, back to the original part I was going to make. Yes. There's only a finite amount of fans that are ever going to watch stuff like the WEC. Yeah. It's not going to have the attraction of Formula One. Yeah. And in some cases, not even Formula E. Mm-hmm. Then you've got IndyCar will always attract more on the basis of shorter races and easier to watch. It's 90 minutes and boom, done. WEC, you've got to spend a whole day, a whole afternoon, a whole morning. And it's a lot of time. If you watch a six hours of Bahrain, that's like starting to watch it at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And by six o'clock, it's finished. And most people don't have six hours a day to give up. And so... Trying to attract new fans will give you a limited benefit in the short term. But if you get if you do it in such a way that alienates your fans who will watch the six hours or jump in and out, you will end up with no fans at all because you've alienated your original fans and the new fans who've come in have gone, no, this is a bit boring. I want it all to happen in an hour and a half, two hours. Then you end up with nothing. It's yeah, as you say, it's pretty damn risky, especially as I feel like WBC WEC uh, has always been considered. It's always like, I feel like it's always been like handled with grace. It's always been like a series that, while it's not what I particularly watch, people who do watch it have never had many complaints about it. I've not heard much controversy around the way it's presented as opposed to racing incidents and such. So to throw that into jeopardy does seem like a bit of a risk, um, especially for, I know the Drive to Survive clout thing has kind of taken off, and we're now seeing Netflix tennis documentaries, all this jazz. So it's a risky thing to fall into. And I know IndyCar at some point is going to be doing their version of it too. Um, so moving forward, they've got to make sure that they really bounce it finally. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's all about finding balance. Um, and uh, I mean, there's so many ways you can make it a little bit more engaging. I'm trying to ignore what you just put on the screen, as you can tell. <laughs> you can probably guess what that was. Yes, of course. <laughs> that, that was entirely different and way more inappropriate. Yeah, that, that gets like, no explanation for me. I, I, will, I will not provide no, no. that. No. Um, there's so many ways you can try to make things a bit more engaging. When it comes to WC, you get six hours. You can introduce new cameras, new angles. You can even try the spinny little wheel cam that I hated from F1. Um, but don't change the format. I mean, it, it's it's such a way of racing that there is nothing you can do because you essentially alter its essence and its very nature. Um, if you take four hours out of the eight hours of Mexico, it's no longer an endurance race. Yeah. Yeah, even with Formula One, if you even if you go back to the fifties to where we are now, the fundamental DNA hasn't really changed too much in the sense that it is a you've got to do a certain amount of laps around a track in a specific kind of car. And it's always well, fifties excluded, it's always been around two hours. And that's kind of where it's always going to stay and where it needs to stay. Yeah. The way that you can do WEC is you have the WEC, the six round, which is six hours of Bahrain, et cetera, et cetera, 24 hours of Le Mans. And what you do is you add another six races. They are not the WEC, but the WSC, the World Sports Car Championship, which you can have as one and a half hours or two hour races of just all of you go nuts. Two hours, whoever wins, wins. Mm. And that will keep people interested because they'll watch the short ones. Then they'll go, huh, it's the same drivers and the same cars doing the longer race. I might watch that. I and like that because if, let's say Formula One suddenly started doing endurance racing. We'd give it a watch. Some people wouldn't, obviously, but mm. for us, yeah, I'll give that a watch. And even if I can, <coughs> but here I'll start tuning in. And that's the I assume kind of the thing they want they don't want necessarily someone who's going to sit there veg out from their sofa for an entire day and watch it but constantly have a stream of people who will check in who will watch who will yeah. retweet the things who will subscribe and like their youtube videos and all that sort of stuff mm -hmm. yeah so if basically if you have two separate championships in which have, essentially have the same drivers and teams so it'd have the same entry list for the six wc rounds and then the same <laughs> entrance for the six wsc rounds Therefore, you've got people you can attach yourself to in terms of being a fan of certain drivers or teams. And it's just, yeah, you get 12 weekends rather than six throughout the year. You can increase the prize money on the basis you're getting more TV revenue. And the chances are you're going to get TV channels paying more knowing you get A, 12 rounds, and B, six of them are the same length as F1 races and are probably going to be more entertaining to watch. I feel so, like we ended up finding a topic that we could do an entire show on. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But WC is in a good place. So leave it for the next couple of years, really. Yep. See what happens. Because if it isn't, the problem is it's on, in Britain, it's a new Eurosport, and that's an obscure channel to own to be mm -hmm. able to watch it. Even 
if you've got satellite TV, it's an obscure channel because you've not only got to get the Sky or Virgin or BT, and then you've then got to buy Eurosport extra on top. And you're just going, that's not good for anyone because it's so hard to watch. It's like, it's the same fallery argument where it's on YouTube. You've got this world championship and you're just going, how do I watch this without paying a thousand pound a minute? I really appreciate the fact you said some of that like an 80-year-old man going, you've got to get this guy. Let me just go back to Formula E for a sec. There's got to be something I'm not catching about British culture or, or something. I know it was on YouTube. I didn't watch yes. it because I didn't want to watch it. Mm. And but How is it like more difficult to watch on YouTube than it is on network TV? Because we are not yet at a point where all the people who are likely to watch most sport are of an age where just putting YouTube on is just normal. Oh, mm. okay. Because yeah, you've got millennials who are looking up, so say 40-year-old down, it's probably about right. But you, putting on YouTube will appeal to them on the basis they know how to use a computer and can make time to watch it and not watch it on a TV because it's part of their norm. Mm -hmm. If you go from 40 and above, you're going to have a lot of older people who do not, oh. who are not as adept with computing. Mm -hmm. They watch TV. They don't necessarily stream either. Mm -hmm. And... Four, and there are just as many people above 40 as below 40 that would watch Formula E. Mm -hmm. So you're immediately taking out a lot of viewership because you haven't been clever enough to get a proper deal to get it shown on network TV. Yeah, and that's a, for us, obviously, we'd, I assume it's quite a simple task for us to connect our, our, like a YouTube to a TV. I, I can do it yep. on my I can connect it up wirelessly. I can find an issue my cable if my TV wasn't capable of that. And... <laughs> But there's lots of people who don't know that, unfortunately. And yeah. the bit that irritated me, uh, I had to go to one of my reputable websites again. I was like, it's going to be on YouTube. That'll be great. They didn't actually keep it on YouTube. They pulled it off. They posted it. Yeah, because the old Formula E races used to be on YouTube, so you could rewatch them. And it was yeah. always quite good. But now they've just gone the other way with it. And it's just, yeah. Yeah, you're losing too many eyeballs and therefore money by just having it on YouTube. If you've got it on YouTube and you've got it on Channel 4 or a few view channel in Britain, it's fair enough. You've got both. You've got two locks coming in, and that's a win. But just having one, and not just one on the TV where everyone can get access to it because everyone knows how a TV works. If you take out half your viewership because either they can't get YouTube on the TV because it's hard to find, and they may not realise it's a downloaded app on your TV, or they've just got a computer that isn't very good at streaming stuff. Yeah. Right. Because how many 70, 80-year-olds need a computer that's got 16 gig RAM and can stream stream YouTube videos? Yeah. No, not exactly what they want to do in life, is it? No. Can I just give a shout-out for like two seconds? Good. Shout-out to my grandfather. I mean, he learned how to use his smart TV being 75 years old just to watch F1 TV. That's dedication. I appreciate it. Yep. I was going to say, he's, he's got a good motivation, I will say. Hell yes. Yeah. Right, I'm afraid I need to bounce, guys, so I'll let you discuss the last topic about me. Thank you very much for having me on, and I'll hopefully see you again next week. I was going to say, hang on, Chris, how many minutes have you got? Because I will say, given the next topic is one I cannot add to at all. 
if we're doing the Carl Larson one, I'm. I'll say three. I'll say I've got three minutes max. Nah, Do it quick. Yeah. I'll give you quick remarks and then we'll go back to the ranting old man formula that we have for a couple months. I think I've done my rant. Thanks. <laughs> Kyle Larson came out to race in the Avado Speedway, which is a speedway, a dirt track in New Mexico that's like an hour away from where I live. You surely was there and you surely was watch an absolute showdown on dirt. Uh, John Dev- uh, Devonport against Kyle Larson on dirt cars. 32 lead changes in two laps. Jesus. <laughs> two laps. Okay, that sounds fun. Absolutely insane. The place was packed. I was not expecting that, to be honest. Hmm. And quite a lot of people know Kyle Larson. Yeah. I, I didn't expect him to cause such a commotion in this part of the world, and he did. Hmm. That's surely a positive in many ways. Uh, uh, I can't imagine if there's much... Hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, obviously it proves the last class quite popular down there. I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to get my wrap, wrap my head around it because I'm like, yeah. is that beneficial for him? I'm like, surely it must be. Obviously, it, he must have a pretty good reputation now. And I know NASCAR does like, you know, sorry, I don't know Mexico does like NASCAR, especially with like Suarez doing quite well at the moment too. Yes. Just trying to wrap my head around the, the whole deal. Well, it's, it's part of, for him, it's part of a giant tour of dirt racing. The guy's always mm. racing something. <laughs> um, it's it's great for Bada Speedway because they were going through some tough times out of the pandemic. And if you have not watched, you know, obviously you will you will not be able to watch the entire event. But if you want to watch the final race, you know, the one with the 32 lead changes, it's full on their channel. Ooh. Okay, I will watch I want to watch two laps of 32 overtakes, absolutely. Dude, just look for Larson versus Davenport and it's gonna show up right away. I'm saving that for later. Larson versus Larson versus Davenport sounds like a judge ruling. It sounds like some sort of weird boxing match. Yeah, <laughs> which was which is what they'll do next. <laughs> yep, I found it. And those cars look awesome. They're a pain in the ass to draft, but they're awesome. They look fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, thank you very much. I'm going to thoroughly look forward to watching that. Awesome. Now you can go. Okay. Well. <laughs> Oh, I... gonna... is that how we're going to end the video no we're not um, oh, okay. I just had another NASCAR topic to oh sh- shoot goodbye I should have said yes that's how we're going to end up the show. next time the camera opens will it be Bunny or will it be Chris farewell <laughs> um, uh, context dear listeners um, good bloody riddance the bunny is back. This isn't good for anyone. No, it's not. It's not good for the show. Well, it's not good for the sensible bit of the show. No, which it's is you not. and me. I, I mean, I was trying to, you know, the new guy that just came in to overtake motorsports to take care of F1. Oh, yes. Yeah, is it uh, Sam? Yeah, if, if any of you guys reads what we write for overtake motorsports, because as you guys know, Alex takes care of BTCC. Uh, not anymore. What? Well, no, that's. Uh, I don't have the time due to child. Okay, so well, that's a bombshell. Um. Okay, so Alex used to do BTCC, and I do NASCAR. 
Um, Alex, Alex, no. Sam, is it? Yeah, I think it's Sam is the new guy. Sam is the guy who's going to take over F1. We had... Um, uh, the, the, the... I had plans to bring him on the show, actually. Yeah, that'd be though. But, but if we have a bunny in it, well... Well... We're just going to scare the man out of the fucking show. <laughs> uh, what the hell sort of organization is this? Yes. <laughs> The man who keeps thinking he's a bunny. That's a problem. If this were our, like our own thing and just for hours, there would be no yeah. problem. But let's let's remember yeah. OM's name is in this thing too. It is. Beginning of every podcast. <laughs> yeah. I actually say it twice. It's, it's in the intro and then I say it again. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre-recorded and then it goes live. <laughs> Flipping uh, out. Yeah. On an end note, um, the track at the Coliseum, the LA Coliseum, it's done. It's for the clash. It's for the clash in two yeah. weeks' time. Oh, that's close. It's not only the clash, it's a demo NASCAR E race at the Ooh. same event as the clash. Is this with the uh the Mustang that isn't really plugged in? We have no clue. <laughs> it is as exciting, and given the fact that NASCAR has a reputation for getting new cars wrong, it is as exciting as it is scary. Yes, it's it's like coming in. Well, I think it was when F one in 2014 where the new hybrid engines came in. No one knew if everyone was going to get off the line. Yeah, and they got lucky. One day, a series isn't going to get lucky and it's going to look very silly. And Will it be NASCAR? Given the fact that, well, it's a demo race, let's not get, you know, NASCAR is going electric anytime soon. Um, but given the fact that they're trying it out on the Coliseum, I assume it's a very tiny battery. It, it, it's not going to go for, um, for distance, really, is it? Yeah, it's not going to be an hour race. Given... Coliseum makes Bristol look like a super speedway. Yeah, pretty much. They wouldn't last Which 20 is... laps at Bristol. God, no, probably not. With the amount of... <laughs> it would get, you get to 19 and a half miles and it would just go, nope, dumb. No, I mean, but even if you do, with the amount of braking you got to do entering turn two and four, yeah. you're going to drain your battery out. That's true. Because you essentially take that corner just feathering your brakes for the whole quarter. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. If you start thinking of, if you do what Fuller E do, which is the, the regeneration, can't really do that on a super speedway, can you? No. There's or really even a normal speedway. Well, maybe a normal speedway, yes. You do brake a little. It's not all, you know, flat out. Um, But not at Daytona, not at Talladega, not even at, uh, not even at Atlanta. Anymore. Charlotte. Probably not Charlotte either. Well, Charlotte, you would uh, get a tiny bit in the final corner. That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Not going to make a difference. <laughs> no, not at all. So that's the demo Eries for the Coliseum. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to cross my fingers. What, that it fails or that NASCAR don't embarrass themselves? That it does not embarrass itself. Because it's, it's, it's the kind of things they're doing to bring in new fans. And this one's pushing it a little bit. 
It is a even for the new fans. Yeah, it is a big jump to go from we're all about V8s and V10s and go as fast as you can in just petrol engines. Yeah. Here, have this electric Mustang, in case which is any, sacrilege in itself. Yes, absolutely. It, it should not be called a Mustang. It should just be called a fucking yeah. Ford Mackey. Yeah. Uh, for, in, in case there's any new NASCAR fan watching, or in this case, you know, your brother, he qualifies as a new NASCAR fan. Okay. There's two races. There's a regular clash, and then there's the E-race. They're two completely separate events. And on that bombshell, I have to ask you for any final comments before we end the show. On anything. Uh, I, I would like to say that uh, me and Pedro have made some very good points as this podcast has gone on. Uh, the bunny has not. It's a sensible uh, thing to show. Yeah. The, the, the logic element of the show was coming through and it got ruined by a bunny. Final bit. Your your dad's on the over there in this other call, isn't he? Uh, yes, he is sitting in the same room as me. Ask him if he believes IndyCar needs more ovals, please. Uh, Dad? Yeah? Do you think IndyCar needs more ovals? There are currently, what is it, three, four rounds out of 16? Three, three out of 16 three, rounds, isn't it? Ovals, yes. Yeah, that's probably enough. Probably enough. Probably enough. Probably enough. Ooh. More road courses. How many roads, how many streets? Uh, how many street courses we got? Looking at St. Petersburg. Uh, there's the less four? streets. Yeah, three or four. It's not very many. Most of them are road courses now. Yeah. All right. Perhaps, perhaps against my Formula One judgment, perhaps a couple more street run. But yeah, ovals are okay. But I think four, five a season's ample. I think I think the phrase was four, five, six are ample. Four, four or five a season. Are a ample. season. Four or five a season is ample. I'll disagree. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we have enough time for me to explain why I disagree. The problem is it depends on the oval, surely. Because if you've got um, Michigan, Indy itself, and well, maybe even Daytona or something, plus Gateway and then Texas, you want that's a good spread. But if well, it is basically just short ovals and kind of mid ovals mm-hmm. kind of, oh, bit boring I watched the 2000 cart race at Michigan I want that back absolutely yes um, I'm not asking you and I'm talking to IndyCar in case IndyCar watches this show because I'm, I'm sure they listen to us of course um, oh absolutely we are the foremost foremost podcast when it comes to IndyCar and ovals absolutely of course Um, I'm not asking you guys to go back to, to try like Tona that, that would be absolute suicide um, air gets the wrong way under the car and it goes flying. I'm not asking you to go to Talladega. That's even more risky. But you can try Vegas out. Well, go back to what? Yeah, go back there. Go back to Vegas. Try Charlotte. Charlotte would be fine. Problem is, Charlotte, you've then got the question of, oh, do you do the Roval? Can you do both things? You could do. That'd That's be fun. Does it? That does do that. I'd be I'd be very entertained by a Charlotte Oval and a Charlotte Roval. If you want to do both things, just pick the same weekends as F one as F one as NASCAR, and do double headers. 
Well, it works for in, uh, the Indy Road course, doesn't it? When um, yeah. NASCAR exactly was it was IMSA involved as well? I think it was. Oh, oh no, no, was it? It was the no, it was um, it was the Cup Series, and then it was the one below it. Yeah, it's uh, the Xfinity Series. Xfinity, that's the one, and it was IndyCar, wasn't it? And that works well. Yeah. I think um, Mr. Penske has got himself a bit of a winner on that one. Go back to Vegas. Go back to Pocono. It's it's. Oh yes, that'd be nice. I'm pretty sure Pocono would be a very um. What's the word I'm looking for? Safer. It's 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 gonna be hard. We all know what happened. Yes, but now we you'd be going back with uh aero screen. Exactly. So it's yeah. it's the same going back to Las Vegas. You're going back with a aero screen, as difficult as that would be. <laughs> but it is it's similar, but it's not the same. Oh no, no, it, of course it's not the same. There's always different variables, but it's the the basic principle is the same that you yes. lose a driver at a track, but you come back to the track with a safer car. Yes, and whilst you will always get elements of emotion to it, there is a element of progression. And Weldon and Wilson did not die in vain in that sense. Yeah. No, I think we got ourselves a poll for the show. Then it's been a long time without a poll. Um, should it be quite cool more ovals? Yeah, it should. All for I'm me, gonna, all I'm gonna say before we end up the show: these cars were built, are built, and will will probably be built in the future for ovals to so withstand contact in ovals. Just let them race. Yeah. And on that bombshell, guys, it's time to end the show. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing. Thank you very much for withstanding and uh, just hanging in there with us. Um, dealing with the bunny. Dealing with the bunny. And thank you so very much for listening throughout the last year. Um, I know I said I was going to post our, our Spotify rap. I'll get to that. Thank you so very much for listening, and we'll see you next week.